Welcome to the Checkmates Go podcast. Join your favorite Checkpoint expert, Phone Boy, and his guests as they cover a range of cybersecurity topics to help you secure your everything. Be sure to subscribe and share, and don't forget to rate and review us. And now, here's Phone Boy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 3 of Checkmates Go. Uh, I figured a new season would be a good time to launch the new podcast intro and outro music that we have and, uh, you know, give it a little bit of a different sound. We'll have some different guests on here, too. Our first guest is going to be Dan Wiley, our chief security advisor and head of the incident response team here at Checkpoint. And he spoke at our Checkmates Fest that we held at the beginning of January. And I have to paint a picture for you. He came on with a background of a dumpster fire with 2020 written on it and uh, was dressed as a hacker. It was hilarious. And I will have to paste a a screen capture of this in the show notes. It was uh, very good. You should watch the entire video for the Checkmates Fest. There was, uh, we, we, and we'll have some of that content available here on Checkmates Go in the coming weeks. As you might expect, given the time of this recording, Dan Wiley had quite a bit to say about solar winds and all of the related fallout from that. But there was a few other things here as well, and it's definitely worth a listen. You'll also hear Checkpoint's chief security evangelist, Moti Sagi, as part of this session. Oh. <laughs> Is it 2021? Really? I've been under this desk dealing with calls all month long. What's going on? Well... Let me go over what some of the things we dealt with this year so you guys cannot make the same mistakes that all of the victims that called the incident response team had this last year. So let's start with the top five major incidents that we handled in 2021. Um, At the very beginning, we saw a lot of customers having significant attacks against remote access infrastructure. And most of our customers weren't ready for these uh, attacks. You know, specifically, they were quickly bringing up infrastructure or migrating to cloud infrastructures, and they really didn't understand that when you migrated into those infrastructures, you needed to actually bring security with them into those worlds. And we found so many customers struggling with the the nuances of cloud-based security and even VPN-based securities from, you know, a few years ago, and they didn't understand that they needed to take a different approach. So, for example, uh, we got a call from one of our customers that... uh, had a major compromise that led to a ransomware attack. And we came all the way back to where the actual attack started from. And it was a VPN uh, from another van- brand um, uh, uh, firewall vendor that, that basically had a VPN bolted on top of it. And the customer had never updated the actual code. Uh, the attacker actually just found a vulnerability, popped that vulnerability, was able to uh, get inside of the customer's environment, move laterally, uh, do the damage, and have the ransomware attack. And that kind of story unfolded multiple, multiple times against many, many different victims. So one of the big lessons learned, especially for remote access users, is update your equipment, right? So if you're moving into the next generation architectures, make sure that you update. Uh, We saw vulnerabilities against Citrix, Palo Alto, Fortinet, Cisco, uh, Pulse Secure, uh, Remote Desktop. All of these systems all had... Uh, vulnerabilities that were exploited over and over and over again. We had over 150 customers that didn't understand that, right? They just went right into the cloud. They installed new services. They didn't understand that they needed to update them and maintain them. And boom, they get popped. And that story just keeps going over and over and over again. Now, 
the other big compromise we saw at the beginning of 2020 was business email compromise. So the same Office 365 attacks that we've seen over and over and over again, we saw again uh, during the beginning of, uh, of the year. And they've actually continued throughout the year. And again, the same sort of mistakes, right? Folks are migrating very, very quickly into the cloud, turning on Office 365 capabilities, but don't realize that they actually have to add security controls on top of that, right? They need to be able to uh, layer security. They can't just trust the out-of-the-box security components of, of Office 365. You need to layer additional controls, be it MTA controls or uh, SaaS-based, application-based security with O365, or even uh, making sure that you have uh, multi-factor authentication and understand how all of those systems interrelate with each other. So business email compromise, again, we had a few hundred cases this last year, and one victim had lost over $75 million based on an O365 compromise. And again, the attackers are going after where their weakest, where your weakest, weakest links are, and one of the weakest links is email. It's, it's a place where the attackers can cultivate a huge plethora of attacks and use those attacks against, their, uh, you, know, against you. And again, we see that happening over and over and over again. So business email compromise. The other thing I'll say about that is, you know, as you are looking at your strategy around Office 365, make sure that you also incorporate Active Directory into that architecture. And we'll talk about that a little bit in a minute. But all of your legacy infrastructure, all of your legacy domain, all of your legacy infrastructure does need to tie back into these uh, worlds. And every time you tie it back to one of those worlds, we find that the attackers are using those connections as ways to do much more damage. Okay, so the next big attack vector for 2020 for us, uh, especially here in the United States, was uh, social media manipulations, or what I like to call psychological warfare. Uh, we are now all victims of psychological warfare. You may not realize it, but it's happening. Uh, you know, we used to joke that, you know, marketing and sales opportunities and ads were, you know, manipulating society, but now it's at a much, much, much higher level. And in 2020, we saw it go off the hook. It wasn't just the United States that's being targeted. It's now Europe, it's Asia. It's pretty much every single country is being used uh, to manipulate a story. And the problem is, is that you don't know what's real or what's not. And we had a lot of victims within our corporate customer base that were struggling with all of these fake personas. Uh, so we had one customer in particular that we typically take down 15 to 20 hostile, impersonating social media profiles a day. And they just keep coming and coming and coming. So keep in mind is as you're moving into 2021 is you need to get ahead of that. You need to start monitoring for social media attacks and how attackers are using that against you and, and actively targeting your business and using you as a way to manipulate the messaging. Uh, big issue, definitely take a look at it for 2021 and in, incorporate that into your, your massive security architecture, specifically around monitoring and protecting against all that social media protection. Uh, brand protection is also a really big deal. Take a look at our Infinity Sock. We find a lot more uh, uh, fake domains being stood up every single day. Uh, it's, it's a pandemic. It's a huge, huge problem that you need to get ahead of, and you need to start monitoring continuously to take down 
both the social media and the fake domains, the phishing domains, the fake domains, all that, you wanna get really in front of that. The last one is ransomware. Now, uh, most of my year uh, up until November has been 100% occupied with ransomware attacks. Uh, we typically average inbound calls to us around three to five customers per day that have ransomware attacks. Uh, we had two this morning already, uh, but what we did see is with ransomware, a huge number of victims, and it just continues to grow. Now, a couple of lessons that we find across all of the victims, there's some commonalities, and I wanna share those with you real quick. Uh, one of the first commonalities is uh, they've let their guard down on one of the domains. So remote access is a big area um, where we see a lot of attackers looking for vulnerabilities and trying to exploit them. But we also see those attacks via email. Uh, we see them through social media. We see them through uh, social manipulation or social engineering. Uh, the attacker is going to look for every angle they can to be able to get inside of your infrastructure. Once they're in, it's a common story. It's always Active Directory as the way for lateral movement for most, almost all of the ransomware attacks we handled in 2020 had that common theme of using Active Directory to move laterally within the environment. Why? Because Active Directory is the single most neglected system inside of IT, period. It is really difficult to run. People don't understand how to, to actually maintain it and, and monitor it and ensure that things are being protected, but it gives the most amount of rights within the entire organization. And the attackers know this. So they know that, that folks aren't monitoring, so they have the ability to move laterally within the environment very uh, quickly and do a significant amount of damage. Once they're there, we find attackers do many different types of attacks, either you know, uh, encrypting the entire hard drive or stealing information. Uh, we are now seeing attackers leveling up, right? So if you are, if you have good backups, for example, they'll now extort you with your information. So they'll steal the information and extort, try to extort you for the information uh, instead of just encrypting the systems. They'll actually release PR uh, press releases around who their victims are and you know trying to embarrass them. Uh, but what we also find them do is go after your customers. So we find the attackers you know, going from one to another to another. Uh, and we find that happening more and more often. They're spending more time in the environment, stealing a lot more information, coming up with a better attack vector, and away you go. And ransomware isn't going anywhere. Like I said, it's only the, was it the sixth already? And I think we've already have around 10 or 15 cases of ransomware that we've handled already in 2021. So it's gonna keep coming. Now, I think uh, it's really important that we talk about uh, Sunburst, uh, the solar winds attack, and what it really means to all of us in the room. Uh, 2021 will be the year of supply chain security. Everyone's gonna talk about it. It's going to be continual and a, a, and a very important message, but I think there's a much bigger lesson with Sunburst that's really important to learn. It's, you know, with the attack vector, I, I, most of you already know how the attack occurred. Basically, the attacker was able to break into SolarWinds, uh, plant some malware inside of an update for SolarWinds, uh, customers deployed it, and a backdoor was present. That's the supply chain part of things that everyone's really sort of concentrating on at the moment. And it's important, and don't get me wrong, we're all gonna be you know, working on supply chain security and how to update and manage you know, your new updates and manage that infrastructure. 
But what's really, really important is what the attacker did once he was in the network. Once he was in the network, he moved laterally using Active Directory once again, but then he concentrated on ways to actually maintain persistence in the network that would never be noticed. So most of the time, the attacker went after O365 infrastructure and looked for ways to actually create tokens using SAML tokens uh, to be able to uh, maintain persistent access over a long period of time to be able to steal information without anyone noticing. And that is really disconcerting because it wasn't just about damage, it was really about espionage and being able to maintain that foothold for a long period of time. So the attack is important and the supply chain component is important, but the active directory part is the same attack that we're dealing with with ransomware, except this attacker was really, really good about covering his tracks. I mean, really good. Uh, we've handled now about 20 different uh, sunburst cases uh, since December. And in those uh, that time period, we've been able to figure out that he has some indicators that you can look for, but most of the time it's a ghost, right? There are very small breadcrumbs. And that means he knows and has very good operational security. But again, it's really important to understand that this connection between the old Active Directory that we've been working with for the last 20 years and this new cool stuff, cloud, Office 365, ADFS, there's a path between the old world and the new world, and you need to monitor that path. You need to monitor all components of it. You need to understand how they interrelate with each other and what it really means to your operational security because you're opening the doors every single time you go to another cloud app. You're opening another door, another pathway from AD into those applications. And every time you do that, then it opens up the attack surface just a little bit wider. Then and the attacker has the capability to maintain persistence, steal information, be able to do a lot of nefarious things. So, then, yep. Three more minutes. Yeah, thank you. No, I'm almost wrapping up, Moti. Okay, I got my big clock right here. It's all good. It's everything's great. So, with that, just keep in mind as you're developing these security infrastructures, it's really important that you pay attention to what TJ and Oded were talking about around the cloud strategy. Because with those two worlds uh, and the legacy world still coming together and still intermixing, there are avenues of attack that you need to take into consideration. The last thing I'll say is we've worked so many cases this year and one of the other big lessons we've learned is that most organizations are now getting tired. Uh, and what I mean by being tired is these attacks keep coming. These, these onslaughts are always continually attacking you. And it's becoming hard between the pandemic and all of the, the cyber stuff. But what's also really interesting is that the impact that these attacks are making on customers' infrastructure is increasing. So I don't want to say that it's going to disappear, but you need to get much more proactive. Don't be passive. Be aggressive. I mean, it's not like we're going to be able to go after these guys in court or you know, the governments are going to do something about it tomorrow. It takes years, but you can do something today. And the thing you could do today is turn on the protections. Again, we find customers not enabling these protections that we offer. They don't understand how they work and they're scared that they're going to have operational impact. But the problem is, is that the attacks are now causing massive scale damage, almost to the point where people's lives are at risk. This year, 
we had a ransomware event that impacted a hospital that was responding to COVID and people died because they couldn't you know, operate their IT infrastructure. So we're there and it's just going to get more and more real for everyone involved. With that, if you ever need our help, we're always here to help. Uh, the Checkpoint Incident Response Team is here 24-7, 365. And I always love working with the Checkmate guys. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much for everything. Uh, and if you ever need our help, just give us a holler. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Checkmates Go. Subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Leave us a rating and review. And share with your colleagues on social media. And we'll see you next time.